Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm just going to see if I can pull this off. I don't know. Good afternoon, all. Look at that. It's, there. it's IQ Rizzoli. It's uh, Don Mazzella. It's Dan Perkins. And uh, I am I am going to attempt to... Ju- I've, Can you hear me? Yes, I've got you, my friend. How are you? Oh, better now to carry around. <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's kick off the broadcast here. And uh, l- let's talk a little bit about this North Korea situation. What in the hell is going on over there? I see this video, this propaganda video they put out. Um, I want to start with Dan. What, what, what do you make of this, my friend? Well, I, I <laughs> couldn't hear what you started with. So the, 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 propaganda, give me a hint. the propaganda video with North Korea where they blew up an aircraft carrier. Well, I, um, I've, I've done a couple of interviews today, and that's been the subject of the interviews. And as strange as it may seem, I was at a conference yesterday where we were talking about um, North Korea and what can we do with them, if anything. Yeah. Um, I think that um, most of the people that uh, that were at the conference that I was at yesterday said, um, the guy's out of control. Um, He's... He is cannibalizing the food for his people and giving it to the army, so the people are being starved to death. Um, he's shooting off missiles. Um, he probably does have between 10 and 12 nuclear weapons. And uh, I think the propaganda film is it was you're you're basically calling it right, Jim, when you use the word propaganda. Uh, I think this this um, dictator in North Korea is trying to believe that he is a nuclear power and is on the stage with uh, Mr. Trump and Miss May from England and and other countries who have nuclear weapons. Um, there, what's interesting is that there are people who who seem to think it was amazing, Jim. We had people in the conference yesterday who believe that there is no di- diplomatic solution and that North North Korea is going to have to be attacked by South Korea and Japan in order to minimize the threat. Wow. Uh, um, some people feel that he will, that there's, there's no way that he has any missile that might be physically capable of reaching the west coast of the United States, that it would ever make it there because the interception of the United States would be so dramatic that there would be no chance of it making it here. But it could go to um, could go to Hawaii. But let me let me just scare the bejesus out of you, okay? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my guess is there aren't too many international cargo ships that go around Hutchinson, Kansas. No, they probably just don't get there. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but if you, we're, if we're, you we're, we're, in, we're in a landlocked state, as uh, as, yeah, as people like to say. That's probably good because <laughs> um, there are some let's call them far out weird thinkers. Okay. Okay. Who believe if you look at the size of the container ships that they are now, hundreds and hundreds and almost a thousand feet in length with those cargo containers on the decks, that you could uh, you could create in the and the size of these things are amazing, but you could create a situation where you could take what we normally think of land-based launched missiles 
and put them within the in, in the confines of the cargo containers and create a, a shell area where you put in a rocket uh, a missile launcher and uh, you bring that ship and you bring it into American waters and you let it loose from there. So they don't have to go all the way across the Atlantic to get that missile to the United States or for that matter, Japan or anybody else. Yeah. Uh, they just bring the ship around and launch it from the ship. So, um, as I said, there's a lot of scary scenarios out there. Um, I heard, if I recall, our good friend Mr. IQ uh, last week on the program, didn't he suggest that Japan and North Korea should attack, uh, excuse me, Japan and South Korea should attack North Korea and solve the problem that way? Did I remember that, IQ? IQ, is no. that... No, I said North, uh, South Korea and Japan should go nuclear. By the way, guess who is saying it now? Tellerson. Watch, listen to what he said in, Korea, in uh, Japan. He said that Japan and South Korea should go nuclear. Exactly what I said a week ago. A nuclear meaning a nuclear attack against... No, no, North no, no. To literally create nuclear weapons and use them if they need to not to depend on america okay but do you think that that implied in the statement that if if south korea and um japan go nuclear yeah this guy could go ballistic long before they could ever get the capabilities I'll tell you what, this is this is not an answer the ones who are guilty <laughs> is china China is the number one who is guilty. They allow this piece of garbage to grow into a giant who is threatening everybody. And then they say, oh, no, no, you can't put these missiles on South Korea. You can't put missiles on Japan. No, we can. Because we are threatened, and you allow this rogue piece of garbage to threaten us. China is the solution. But it's got to be China and America and Russia, not alone. America cannot deal anymore alone unilaterally and it should be a combined effort against against uh, islam it has to be combined against north korea has got to be combined and against another rogue nation called persia iran you can't do it alone and you should never do it again alone there's no reason yeah but but, but iq if, if you're if you're if you're suggesting that that um, South Korea and Japan go nuclear. Yeah. Uh, what I said was earlier was that they suppose they want to. This guy's going to blow up long before they'd ever get the capabilities. He's going to blow up anyway. It's a matter of only a matter of time. Look, the same thing with Islam. It's only a matter of time. Either the Europeans wake up and defend themselves or get slaughtered. It's just a matter of time. We haven't got much time. Honestly, we haven't got much time. I'm talking about humanity doesn't have much time. If Iran gets nuclear weapons, and she will get nuclear weapons because she will get it from from North Korea. Hezbollah can get it from North Korea. All of them can get it from North Korea because North Korea needs money. $100 billion is not a problem. He will give it away. I'm not kidding with you. It's dangerous. And the, the more you're... America talks and talks and talks, doesn't do anything. It's a waste of time. China is the solution. China is the only country we can literally flood North Korea. China won't because North Korea represents a thorn in our side. It's, it's a, a, po a political tool uh, China uses to uh, goad us a little bit when they want to. You're absolutely right. But look what's happening. They're happening now a counter reaction. America is moving B-52, has moved B-52. They are moving the anti-missile missile system. That's not good for China. And she can't threaten America by saying, no, you can't put, no, we can put it, yes. Because it's your rogue nation that you have gr grown up into a giant of a monster. It's your fault. You take care of him. But we will defend ourselves and we shall defend our allies. So, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Don. No, you're absolutely right, uh, IQ. Um, 
uh, China's caught a little bit of its own uh, dilemma of its own making, but they will. Uh, um, there's no question that they will keep uh, uh, North Korea as a pressure point on us until until they get what they want, which is uh, control of the South China Seas. Forget it. It will not happen. I'll tell you why. South Korea will go nuclear, and Japan will go nuclear. Whether I said it or not is irrelevant. This is the only track record it will be. They can't depend on America to go nu with a nuclear war. Why? And exactly what Dan Perkins said a few seconds ago. You don't need to launch it from land to land. With modern technology, you have cruise missiles. You have these ships, exactly what you said. By the way, the Iranians can do the same thing. Hezbollah can do the same thing. Well, yeah, anybody can, can, anybody can anybody do it. Can that's, do that's, sure, exactly. sure. That, that's true. But let me, let me, let me make two points. Um, I think that the pressure point is China. But I also believe there's a couple of things that are, that, that are not being talked about in China. China's debt-to-GDP ratio, which is a, a ratio of how much money they owe for what they've done in their country. Uh, give you an example, the, jet, the debt to GDP ratio in the United States right now is about 104%. So that our outstanding debt is equal to about 104% of the total productivity of the United States in a 12 month period. That's not a good thing. The debt to GDP ratio in China is two and a half times their economy. Now, think about that for a second. You've got the, the fastest growing economy probably in the world, and they can't get out from under. They've got two and a half dollars of debt for every dollar they have in GDP. And there's no assets behind the debt. Now, you've got a situation where Trade could be a very important weapon on the, on the part of the United States, and I'll tell you why. The Chinese currency is under major pressure because of the debt issue, because as there, if there are trade sanctions or are there bilateral trade talks so that China and the United States enter into trade negotiations, and there is something done about the tariffs that the Chinese government places on American goods coming into China. Um, it creates an opportunity for American goods to go into China and be sold. Conversely, if they don't do something about the import duty in China, then I believe that Mr. Trump will start to impose taxes, duty taxes, import taxes on goods coming into the United States. Now, I understand, well, it's going to make things more expensive, yada, yada, yada. But that means that Americans will have less to spend or left, want to buy less, which means that China is at more at risk because China is more dependent on the American economy than we are on China's economy. We have a very small portion of the GDP in China with the exports that we ship there. So trade could be, the, in fact, the weapon that the Trump administration could use on China to put pressure on Korea to back away. Now, point two. Um, I don't. I, I, my guess is that Don will remember this name. I don't think IQ will know the name, and I think maybe Jim will know the name. At the conference yesterday was a former CBS News foreign affairs correspondent by the name of Marvin Kalb. Wow. wow. The Kalb brothers. Yes. Yes, he was. So he was talking yesterday about what's going on in China, which is what we're talking about today. And he was talking about how the foreign policy of the United States, that most people in the world had no idea what America stood for anymore. So he continued his discussion and his points. And 
when I had an opportunity to stand up and ask a question of him, uh, he talked about the deplorable condition of diplomatic policy in the United States. And I said, sir, with all due respect to you, I think you need to clarify something. Because I believe a lot of people in this room, 150 of them, believe what you were saying is that this decline in foreign policy came in the last two months under Mr. Trump. When in fact, I believe that the foreign policy has been declining for 20 years in the United States. And the last eight years were no improvement. And he looked at me and he said, you're right. I should be more open. It isn't just what's happened in the last two months with Donald Trump. It's what had been happening of a lack of leadership. That's what the world is looking for. The world is looking for to America to lead. For eight years, America didn't lead, didn't want to lead, wanted to be lead from behind. He wanted to be a community of nations. And the world desperately needs America to lead. And, um, and so here we had a, an Eastern liberal who, I don't think he, I think he was surprised because after the conference, he said to me, that was an excellent question. You, 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 you brought things that I hadn't thought about. And so we still have within our own structure, in our own news media today and the reporting, misrepresentation of what's going on. In, in 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 China and in Korea and, and other places around the world. And there so, you go again, Dan, always blaming the media. <laughs> well, there's nobody else to blame. <laughs> I, just, I just did a piece. I just did a piece that actually went in the Daily Caller yesterday, Jim. I think I sent you a copy of it. Yes, yes, um, indeed. Very good piece. Why does Donald Trump have to tweet so much? <laughs> and, I, I, and I was surprised that... That, I gave that piece to my publicist at 9 o'clock yesterday morning, and by 10 o'clock he called me back and said that Daily Caller wants it first. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, but it, it, it really is. A, it's an interesting piece, and you can get it at thedailycaller.com. Just do a search on Dan Perkins. But, but it's an example of, of what you think about how the news media, the 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 three horsemen of the mainstream media, the Democratic Party in Hollywood going after Mr. Trump unmercifully, there's nobody out there to defend him. So he has to defend himself. And you go back and look at Bush 43 and Bush 41. Bush 43, when he came under attack for the whole time he was president, said squat, didn't do anything. And I think that that, that left the, the Democrats in a belief that the Republicans were never going to push back. And so when Trump came back and said, nah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a different deal. They uh, they still don't know how to deal with him, and they still think it's quote unpresidential. But I I do think that uh, that Tillerson uh, is sending a message to the world, as IQ said, about South Korea and um, and Japan going nuclear. And uh, and uh, all the only issue is I think that something's going to happen. And my greatest fear, my greatest fear, IQ, and you can help me with this one. My greatest fear is that North Korea uses tactical nuclear weapons to attack South Korea and nobody does anything. That should never happen. If they use tactical weapons, America should use tactical weapons. I'm sorry to say that. But you cannot let the others... You, the, the, you promise to defend them. If you don't defend them, you're finished. The only treaty that the United States is required right now to defend should uh, it be invaded is with South Korea. It is the only treaty we have existed which says unequivocally American troops will uh, act uh, in defense of South Korea in all the world. And, and I, I believe we, you have to remember one thing. The South Koreans are a very tough army. So you've got to expect that the North Koreans are just as tough, and, and that's going to be a battle of uh, extermination. And right now the uh, North Koreans outnumber the South Koreans by about two to one, and then their elite units almost three to one. So, you know, it's, it's without American help and without American air power and uh, nuclear, 
South Korea does not stand a chance. Because don't forget also, Seoul is only 38 miles from the de demilitarized zone. Mm -hmm. there's, very, there's very little that can be done to, to save the capital of Seoul should the, uh, China, uh, the North Koreans move. The only thing that will, will uh, help them is that uh, uh, our reconnaissance satellites will, will be able to pick out the movement towards it. That's what we got to worry about. Well, I, I read something recently where the, the North Koreans have over 11,000 cannons just north of the demilitarized zone that can reach, can reach the fire, can reach Seoul. Um, they outnumber them in aircraft. They outnumber them in tanks by huge number. Um, it's like a, it would be like a tsunami coming if they if they release the hordes from North Korea. It would be uh, like a tsunami coming through the demilitarized zone, and um, they couldn't they couldn't stop them. And uh, I I don't know that we can re we could respond as quickly. Um, that we could respond as quickly as fast as things could happen north and south because of the close we proximity could not. of the border. We would have we would lose half of uh, if every war in every war game done at, Car at uh, the War College at Carlisle, Pennsylvania, that uh, the North Koreans are not stopped till they gobble up half the country, and mm -hmm. then it's a, a slog back. It's it's a repeat of what what would happen uh, in 1950. The only difference is we don't have a MacArthur that developed the Inchon uh, invasion. If you mm -hmm. if you ever want to see um, the genius of Douglas MacArthur, it is to study the Korean War and the Inchon mm -hmm. invasion. Right. But the um, but the the point is we've all focused on the nuclear side, but uh, on the non-nuclear side and and. That's, uh, to me, what uh, one military man said to me a couple of weeks ago. You're all looking at the right hand when you should be looking at the left hand, which is the uh, North Korean army, which uh, could uh, overwhelm South, Korea, South Koreans should, it, uh, should they be able to launch a surprise attack. If, they, if the Koreans uh, called up their reserves and put everything in place, they could hold them. But they they needed two months to do it. Yeah, the, the, I I think I think we're going to have something happen before two months. I I just I I, I look at it and I see uh, that the rhetoric keeps going up and up and up. And it's like it's IQ. It's almost like um, Iran in the same sense. They're 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 pressing the button, uh, trying to find the the hot buttons for Mr. Trump to push to get him angry or whatever. And um, um, we're we're not taking the bait, at least from what I can tell. Um, no matter what the Iranians are doing, we're not falling into it. But I um, uh, let me ask you a question, IQ. Yes, sir. Do you think that Mr. Trump's going to tear up the treaty? Tear up the what? The treaty. The Iranian nuclear treaty agreement. Excuse me, it's not a I treaty. I don't think so. But I'll tell you something. Whether you tear it up or not, again, we come to exactly the same position. The United States of America shouldn't be doing it alone. And she should do it with other people, and she should do it very quickly. And the sooner he has meetings with Putin, he met with the Chinese. I don't know if anything came out of it. Because, you know, patting each other on the back is not the solution. We have two rogue nations, and somebody, everybody is forgetting something. The Iranians, every year, almost every single day, they say they will exterminate Israel. It's public, it's repeated, and this is a repeat of what Hitler used to do. He threatened, he will do it, they didn't believe him, he did it. The Israelis believed them. Whether the Israelis preempt or not is another story. And it's not going to be conventional weapons, take it out of your mind. There is no way on earth you can destroy those facilities with conventional weapons. Forget it. It cannot be done. It's got to be tactical nuclear. 
You're absolutely right, IQ, and you're absolutely right about it. It's interesting that the Democratic Party, the traditional, the American Democratic Party, the traditional friend of Israel, has now become the enemy of Israel. And it's interesting that it, the major donors who are Jewish still uh, follow the Democratic Party. R really interesting. What do you think about that, IQ? I wrote an article in the Israel Times, and also I sent it to America, telling the Democrats, the Jewish Democrats, I said 70% of you went against Donald Trump. You continue like this, you will go down into dustbin of history, exactly like the Democratic Party. You have to wake up. Because Islam is not a friend. The Muslims are not the ones that you are saying we should welcome them. They don't care about you. 110 verses in the Quran speak only against Jews, not Semites, Jews. Get it out of your system before it's too late. Well, yeah, but, whether they but, get it out or not, I don't know. The, but the problem, IQ, is that, and I've said this on this show many times before, that an American Jew is a liberal before he's a Jew or before she's a Jew. 100% right. So that, that the, the liberal side, the Democratic Party, will always be a place, always is kind of infinite, but generally speaking will be the place where the, the Jewish people in America will find themselves, and that is on the Democratic left, because they are liberals first, and there are Jews second. And I, 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 I've always felt that was... Um, uh, very, very strange, but I have um, an army buddy friend of mine, and my son's uh, in-laws are Jewish, and I remember meeting with my army buddy's mother and father out in California, and they were just absolutely livid. I mean, they were they were supporting people who are were not supporters of Israel, but they were they were American liberals first before they were American Jews. And and even even in Israel, IQ. One of the problems that the Israeli government is having is that the number of Jews in Israel who participate in the religion of their heritage is diminishing every day. They're becoming more and more a secular country. With all due respect, on this point you are wrong. More and no no I mean it honestly, because I get I get my interview also with Israel. More and more Israelis support Donald Trump than you can possibly imagine. Only the news media don't tell you. More Israelis support Donald Trump than anybody can tell you. But I'm yes. not sure I understand how that equates. I it said equates, equates because they, the most virulent supporters of, of Donald Trump were the Orthodox Jews, not the liberal Jews. The Orthodox Jews in bulk voted for Donald Trump. I That I don't disagree with you, but what I'm saying is that in the country of Israel, yeah. and what I'm hearing is that it's becoming more and more a secular nation because the upcoming generations do not have a tie, an emotional and psychological tie to the faith of the Jews. They don't have it. 10 and years so, ago, you were right. Five years ago, you were right, honestly. Up to 10 to 5 years ago, it was right. But more and more Jews have came, come out to the realization that they will never have peace with the Muslims. Okay. For as long as they had a vision that they can make peace under, for example, uh, the one who was assassinated, Rabin. Mm -hmm. Up to and after the death of Rabin, most Jews thought they can make peace and with the Arabs. But after Arafat and Abbas, it has completely changed now. Believe sure. me. It has completely turned right-wing. More and more right -wing. Many young Jews now go to the synagogue more than ever before. This is not just religion. It's because they have no hope of peace. There is, you can't have peace with Islam. Get it through your Thick head. Thick head. Yes. <laughs> we know that. You're talking to the choir here. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it to the people who are listening. <laughs> Whether they're Jews or whatever. You can't. It's impossible. Look, 
I sent an, uh, an audio video. I said, did you receive it? I think you did, didn't you? About Islam, six minutes long. Yes, I, I, yes. I, got, I got that. Yeah. Yes. Now, tell me, after you've seen it, what conclusion do you come to, for God's sake? It's only six minutes. Well, Go on. I'm, gl I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you a question about that. Not, not, sp not so much specifically about that six-minute piece, okay? But I, I wanted to ask you, uh, I think last week we talked about the, sh the, the clip you sent us where you were, you were, what, 13 or 20 minutes and the guy behind you said nothing on the screen? Yes, yes. Okay. okay, so uh, as Donald just said, when you talk to us, you're preaching to the choir, but I'm wondering, is the choir getting smaller or getting bigger? It's getting it's, bigger. It's getting bigger. And oh, yeah. where where are the new choir members coming from, IQ? From my interviews on chat shows like you're here, like James Law. Honestly, with the radio interviews that I've had, this is my 1,223rd interview. How do you know for sure? Because I count them. <laughs> I have every single interview recorded. I have every single interview. I can give you the date, the issue, what we discussed, everything, every single item I have is recorded. Everything. So I, I know exactly. I, I have 70 days worth of, if you send 70 days every single hour, you go through all my videos. Wow. But you need 70 days, yes. 70 days. Yeah, unbelievable. Seventy wow. full days, twenty-four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Jiggy, you know yes. you you uh, you're the laziest MC I know. All you do is just turn us uh, us loose and let well, us talk. Well, see, see, <laughs> see, I, 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 you guys, I would love to jump in with some topics every once in a while, but you guys are just. Well, I, one day we'd I, like I, to hear a little bit of what you think. I think I you're just, a closet liberal at a, heart. <laughs> You, you know, you know, you know what's funny. You know what's funny, Don. Um, when I was working, and I don't know if I've told you guys this, when I was working at a conservative um, talk radio station in Wichita, Kansas, um, I I got on the air one day. We were talking about uh, the the bus issue down there, and I guess the the transit issue in Wichita is just god awful. You know, the buses they run and then they don't go to the right places. It, it, it's a, it's a mess. And I, and I said at the end of the program one day, I said, you know, people have got to get to work and they've got to pay taxes and they've got to contribute to society. As soon as that show was over with, the program director pulled me into his office and he said, you know, I heard you talk about people getting to work today to pay in taxes. You know, that's kind of a liberal issue. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he goes, we're a conservative station. So uh, following what Don said there, Jim, what do you want to talk about? I, I want to bring up a subject. Um Wait a minute. Uh, I want to hear what Jim Jim uh, wants to talk well, about. Well, hold gonna, on, hold, hold hold on. I want to I want to finish want to finish my, my my bit there. Wait. I, several months later, I ended up going and helping out um, a, a a radio station that was starting up in Wichita, and they were called K Sun Radio, and they were they were as liberal as you could be. <laughs> and uh, well, there was in one, Wichita in Wichita, Kansas. Yes, home of the Koch brothers, and uh, and I. I, I went in one day and was talking to, to the program director, and he was telling me about various things. And he was he showed me this video from I think it was MoveOn.org, where he was talking about how well you know the the, the median income and, and everything, and and how the minimum wage should be twenty five dollars an hour, and all these things. And I said, you do realize <laughs> if it was twenty five dollars an hour. There would be a lot of problems in this country. And he looks at me and he goes, well, you know something? That sounds like a conservative point of view. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, the conservatives don't like me and the liberals don't like me, so I guess I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing. When both sides don't like you, that's the... Uh... It's the uh, uh, best thing that can happen to it's, you. It's absolutely yeah. perfect. Now, um, now, Dawn, uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up, and this is kind of in your wheelhouse, is uh, I've been noticing very recently that, that it, this is growing on social media a lot. 
a lot of people, uh, you know, towards the, the beginning of the, of the Trump presidency, everybody was talking about, well, foreigners are coming in and taking all the jobs and all this stuff. Well, now I'm starting to see more and more people talking about this on social media and sharing memes and things. And people are like, it's not foreigners that we need to worry about. It's the robots taking our jobs. Oh, <laughs> what do you, it's going it's to happen, man. It's going to happen. What do you make of all this with automation and everything coming in? And then we'll let Dan and IQ jump in on this because I'm sure it's happening all over the planet. Well, it, you know, for five years, it was the quiet revolution that no one talked about. Then, then like everything else in the media, so, so people started to talk with it. And, and they started to look around and all of a sudden they realized that um, uh, robots are taking over more and more. Um, i just give you an example. The, the, uh, a hospital recently uh, just installed a robot that, that helps uh, patients, long-term patients, uh, move. Picks them up and um, uh, turns them over and does all the things that a nurse does uh, without the backaches that occur. Uh, we're seeing that when you go into your uh, local fast food st store, you don't see a person anymore. You're ordering in the kiosk. Um, up here in uh, New Jersey and in Pennsylvania, we have what are called Wawa's, and they're, uh, they're, they're with their gas stations, etc. But you go in there, and you no longer order your, your, your sandwiches. You go, and you literally uh, go and punch out what you want, and then someone serves it. Um, the, the, uh, uh, they just announced, that they didn't announce it, it was just broken, that it, um, broken in the press, that they say that they save seven and a half people per store doing that one simple thing. Per Seven and a half people. Not one, not two, but seven and a half. And um, uh, they d didn't want to announce that, but uh, w w when it came out, uh, it's uh, everything. You can now, uh, 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 Dan, you got to worry about this. Uh, they're, they're talking about the uh, uh, financial advisors are, are going to be uh, uh, artificial intelligence. It's it's coming. I don't think it's going to replace us all, but it's definitely there. Well, I think it's interesting, um, speaking of uh, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, with this, all st this whole robotic situation started back in the automobile industry decades ago when they brought in the, the robots to weld the frames together, um, that they could do a much better job than, than human beings could do. And I, I think that's very true. Um, <clears throat> I, I have grave concerns um, because I think there's another shift taking place. Not only are we going to deal with robots. Look at the look at the the number of traditional businesses, and I'm now speaking in the retail space, that have gone belly up in the last two to three years. Look at the number of stores that that Macy's and J.C. Penney's and Sears and Kmart and and all the rest of them are closing because the business model of how people shop has changed to a less personal more computer driven mechanism um, I was with my uh, youngest daughter-in-law last week up in New Jersey and she told me about this huge shopping center that was in her hometown near her hometown up in in Springfield Massachusetts and it had three primary anchors and uh, Sears closed yes and and yeah. then um, um, uh, JC Penny was probably the other yeah and the last remaining anchor was Macy's and they announced when they announced their 300 store closing that they're going to close that store. Yep. So <clears throat> what are you going to do with that space? And when you have classic names like Abercrombie and & Fitch and, and other names were, that were very stylish, very particular um, places for young people to shop, they're closing. And, 
And so the shopping center model is changing dramatically, and some of the shopping centers are able to reconfigure some of the space, but we're going to see a continual expansion of vacant shopping centers. And this same young woman who was telling me about this, the, the, my daughter-in-law, works for one of the largest real estate developers in the state of New Jersey. And what was amazing to me was that she said that her company, and here her company is is uh, the, the guy who owns the Minnesota Twins, um, uh, they're going in and they're tearing down their shopping centers and they're converting them yep. into uh, in, uh, apartments or uh, uh, retirement centers and just getting rid of the buildings. I mean, think mm -hmm. about tearing tearing it down but then let me interrupt you and point out a fact mm -hmm. in america and compared to europe there is three and a half times um per per individual per individual per citizen there is retail space uh, in america three and a half times what it is in europe mm -hmm. in the uh, 70s 80s and 90s we overbuilt the malls Mm -hmm. No, and they put malls every place, mm -hmm. and um, we're simply paying for that. You're right about it, but uh, we're also seeing that uh, there's a retrenchment going on. There, there's a rec recognition that m maybe we overbuilt, and the people that overbuilt are uh, go going to uh, uh, have to find other uses, which I was going to bring up, and you brought it up. A white white feather uh, um, a mall in, near uh, Fredericksburg, in, uh, Maryland, has just been uh, torn apart and is being made into a, a multi multi-family living and uh, as important a senior citizen. One of those things where you enter. Um, uh, where you buy an apartment and you enter it and you right. stay there and, uh, until you, <laughs> until you, you die. die. Right, right. Well, the other thing that's going on is that the uh, um, because, because of the change that the Internet has brought, and, and while Internets are not robots, Jim, Inter the internet has had a profound impact. Oh, yes. The, the Internet has had, you know, one of the things that, that – Fairly recently, oh, I don't know, probably about six months ago, there was a uh, a record, or not a record store, but a uh, they don't even have those anymore, are they? The mm. uh, a, a music store. It's right next to the CD store. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, uh, a music store here here in town. Uh, they they closed for they closed for several reasons, but we'll we'll, we'll just go with what um <laughs> with what we're talking about here. And one of the people that worked there said that a lot of times people would come in and they would use it as a showroom, and then they would they would test out yes. guitars, and then they go home and order it off Amazon. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. no, I, but I, I think that this 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 issue that you raised about robots is a very important subject matter because uh, when we replace uh, the uh, some of the jobs that Mr. Trump is talking about companies who've decided to come to the United States and build factories, uh, they're not going to be as many jobs per square foot because a number of those positions are going to be occupied by robots. But the question really becomes, what do we do with that workforce that's out of, out of, uh, out of a job? Now, I had suggested to Don some time ago, and we may have talked about it on the show, is that right now corporations are able to, under the current tax law, take a tax deduction for the expense for putting a robot in. And if you think about it, when you replace a human being with a robot, you take away um, the revenue that that, 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 ro that person was generating in terms of salary, benefits, and taxes. And so if, we're go if I'm going to re not only replace a person with a robot, I'm going to get a tax deduction, a depreciation deduction for putting in the technology. Um, I think there's got to be some way that we can, um, I hate to use the word, Jim, but tax 
uh, business <laughs> for that re for that lost job that's been replaced by a robot, so that there can be money there to help retrain people for some other job. But my concern, Jim, is where's the other job? What's the other job going to be? Well, I'll go a step further, Dan. Before you, in today's New York Times, I know how you love that paper. Oh yeah, the paper of record. <laughs> the paper of record. <laughs> but no, no, scientists have now reported that they're able to retrain stem cells to to create. Um, they're close to creating new entities, and that uh, the combination. Buried deep in the article was the idea that you could then meld a robot with the stem cells to get you your synthetic man. That was what I thought was frightening out of that article. So, but what are, it doesn't answer the question. What are we going to do with the millions of jobs that are going to be lost because of technology? We're I mean, going to find the, out, we're, we're the, going to find other things. We've done it in the past, and it will happen again. Uh, I, I have gr great faith in the ingenuity of the America, of uh, of the human mind to do it. You're shaking your head, but I really believe that, Dan. <laughs> we will find a way to do it. If nothing else, put them back on the farm. Oh yeah, they'll they'll, they'll go back there. They'll go back there. They'll go back there if they can grow marijuana. That's what they'll do. <laughs> They won't. They won't go well, back. Know, to that is, that one of the things they have found is that marijuana cultivation is still one of the most uh, uh, labor-intensive of all uh, uh, crop raising in the United States. Mm. Especially when you got to fight off the police and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> now, IQ, um, listening to all this. Uh, you're you're all over the planet, it seems. Uh, what 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 have, what have you seen uh, in in compare to what Don and Dan and, and myself were, were speaking about with retail and robots and everything? It's happening in Europe also. You're absolutely right. Many department stores are closing, and they're turning them into flats and apartments. But I mean, you can just turn so many into flats and apartments, and then you have an explosion of apartments and flats which are empty. But well, that's what's happening. The retail business is going literally on the internet. Right. Uh, but the, as Dan was saying, what will happen to the people who are supposed to be working? It's frightening. It really right. is frightening. Right. There will I be social unrest. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I mean, I, I, I agree. Just to ask you a question, but finish your thought. No, I'm worried that because there will be social uh, unrest because I mean, you've got young people. Graduating universities, they can't find a job. Right. They're living in their parents' basement. Um, IQ, I wanted to ask you a question about what we're talking about. Right. Um, I can honestly say to you that I've never traveled in the Middle East. I've been to Europe. I've been to the uh, southeast of the portions of the world. I've been in, uh, in Australia and New Zealand and, and those places. Uh, but I've never been in any of the 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 typical middle Middle Eastern cities. But I'm 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 guessing in the in the major population centers, they look very much look like uh, cities in the United States with their tall buildings and their shopping centers and uh, their uh, Starbucks coffees and all that stuff. But what about once you get outside the cities? What 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 do they look like in terms of of architecture, space? I mean, do they have Starbucks? Do they have Wendy's and Burger King and and do they have uh, Subway, or are they much more traditional once you get out of the big cities? Much more, tra definitely much more traditional. By the way, I mean you talk about a huge amount of a huge number of states. There are twenty-two to twenty-three. Arab states. There are 57 Muslim states. So which one are you talking about? Um, in the cities, definitely, you can have McDonald's, for example. You can have Burger King. Uh, maybe you don't have Subway, but some of them have a Subway. But really, these are very, very superficial things. Most of the Muslim world today is going Sharia. Uh, I mean, Indonesia is going Sharia. It's going Sharia. Malaysia, which is much more tolerant than Indonesia, has gone Sharia. But how does how does I'm I'm I apologize for interrupting, uh, but I'm I'm fascinated. How does I know this is going to sound 
Jim, you're going to say, where did he get that one? But <laughs> how does, because you've never heard this question before, Jim. I don't think IQ either has. How does Sharia impact the shopping experience versus America? <laughs> Sharia will not allow you to have any joy. I know, you know, people. No joy? No like joy in Sharia. You can't have this cottage. No joy detergent or no happiness? <laughs> no, no happiness. None. You are not allowed to be, to have fun in life under Sharia. Your sole objective in life is to be a slave of Allah and convert all human beings who are not Muslim or exterminate them. I know it sounds ridiculous, but this is exactly what Sharia is all about. You can't dance. You can't sing, you can't have music, you can't play music, you can't play chess, you can't wear gold, you can't drink. Uh, well, what do you think is going to happen? Most of these countries, they drink only at home, and if they found out, they're flogged to death. But we're not talking about normal human beings. These are abnormal human beings. They look like a human beings, talk like a human beings human beings and walk like a human being, but they're not completely human beings. Intellectually, rationally, they haven't got two iotas of two brain cells of logic. They don't. No Muslim can have two brain cells of logic when addressing three subjects, religion, politics, and history. I will pay $200,000 for a Muslim who can debate me these subjects and wins. $200,000 free of charge. Oh, what up? It used to be 100000 Now it's 200000 <laughs> oh, Listen, I can't lose. I can put a million. Nobody is going to believe that. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, uh, IQ, could I interrupt here and bring up a, um, a, a lighter subject, which is... Um, lighter. A lighter, much, uh, a little bit lighter. Hillary Clinton <laughs> on Friday announced that she was yeah, coming that's out a lighter of the woods. <laughs> she was coming out of the woods and she was going to re-enter politics. What do you think about that? Well, only in America. <sighs> only? I swear to you, only in America. What Is this do I a think great country or you what? Oprah Winfrey, she <laughs> says she will be putting her name in 2020, and according to the reports from the news media, most Americans agree with her than Donald Trump. It just shows you how stupid Americans are, that's all. What's interesting about that story is that it was on, it was on Drudge, okay, and if you if you if you subscribe to Drudge, which I do on your iPhone, the message that was on the on the Drudge iPhone header was, Hillary Clinton comes out, and I said she's gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's only after I can open it up wider that I can see what she's talking about. But, you know, it's interesting. Um, um, the idea that that you, I hadn't ever, I have to tell you, IQ, I hadn't thought about that concept of not allowing them to be happy. You have to be, you have Khomeini, to be. Khomeini, Google it, Khomeini. He said, Islam is not for fun. Islam is not for joking. Islam is for happiness. Islam is to be literally to believe in Allah, follow Sharia, and only after you are dead will you have all the fun. There they go with the virgins again. Again, yes. <laughs> Unending numbers. What I want to know, IQ, is if, 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 if I convert and I die and I get my 72, do I have to share? No, 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 no you don't. Ah. When you convert and die, you don't get your 72. You get your 72 when you kill an infidel and you die. Oh, okay. So if I kill an infidel and, a, and then die, yeah. convert then and you die, get, yeah. do I get I get my 72? But do I have to share them with another guy? No, no. All yours. Forever. <laughs> so but can God, God make that many? Allah you, makes them. Allah, Allah. Allah makes them. But you you just blaspheme the name of God. Allah. But given yes. given mankind's great capacity for wanting pleasure as well as uh, work, how how has Islam survived all these years? 
I'm just creed out. I, I I'm, I'm being very serious. I'm not. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Excellent question. Guess who answered it? Al Qardawi, one of the foremost authorities on Sunni Islam, the, the spiritual leader of ISIS. He said, terror. Only through terror. Islam, people submit in Islamic world only through terror. Why? That's why. If you leave Islam, they kill you. So what do you want to do? You want to die? No. You continue being unhappy. I know it sounds ridiculous. I know it sounds simplistic. But you have 1,500 million examples in front of you. But let me ask you this question, IQ. If, if you come to America uh, as an uh, adherent and you see... As um, many communists found uh, over time, you, you get into this world where um, um, uh, wine, women, and song are are part of life, part of everyday life, um, and and we've we've had uh, generational conflicts uh, from societies, stricter societies, where the young people have gone off. Um, don't you think that um, Islamic uh, young people in America will succumb like uh, like other generations have to the um, the joys of uh, um, democracy? Only in your dreams. I'm answering you as bluntly and as truthfully as you can imagine. Nineteen people who attacked the Twin Towers, they were having a good time before they committed the, the mass murder. They were drinking, they were in a club, they were fornicating. They are not going to change. You've got to get it through your mindset. You, not only you, every single person who is not a Muslim. No matter how outrageous I might sound, these are the facts of life. You don't believe me, that's up to you. But every single day, Muslim prove me right. Every single minute, Muslim prove me right. They cannot change. Uh, it is does, impossible. Go ahead. How, how does this uh, uh, congressman from Minneapolis um, uh, uh, reconcile his two con conflicts? Wait, wait, wait. Keith Ellison, you mean? Yes. Keith Ellison is a traitor. He's taqiyya. Taqiyya means deception. I explained it to you many times. Yes. A Muslim can sit down with you if you are a Jew or a Christian is irrelevant. Although he's not allowed to, he will eat ha non halal meat, he will eat a pig, he will drink wine for as long as in his mind he's undermining the Jew and the Christian for the benefit of Islam. It's all kosher, it's all halal, it's all permitted, sanctified by Allah. Keith Ellison is a traitor. He swore on the Quran from Congress. The fact that he swore on the Quran from Congress, he is a traitor. End of conversation. Why? Right, right. The Quran is the exact opposite of what Congress and the Constitution stands for. Right, right. Let me, uh, let me, because uh, I know we just got a few minutes. Let, let me, let me try and draw a parallel for you, IQ. Um, I served for a number of years on a religious foundation board, and it was a, 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 an order of Catholic priests who were founded by St. Dominic, They're called the Dominicans, Orders of Preachers. And they were, f they were formed 800 years ago. And as I've had the opportunity of being on the board to go visit with new young uh, candidates for the priesthood, I asked them the question, why did you choose the Dominicans over so many other religious orders? And the consistent, maybe not be the, exactly the same words, but the consistent answer that all of them gave was, in a sense, the same answer that you gave some time ago, is that the Muslim faith today is exactly the way it was when Muhammad started it in, what, 682 Six, or whatever it was. 622. 622. The reason why those young men are joining the Dominican order, they tell me, is that they've been, 
that the the leadership of the order has been true to its charism for 800 years. They have not given up based on what happens on any given century, but they still have the same rules, the same laws, and the same things that they started with 800 years ago. Well, the same thing's true of the of the Quran and Sharia law. That document has been virtually unchanged since its beginning, and so the consistency of what has been taught and what is believed hasn't been bastardized by secular society. Correct. By the way, the gentleman, the young guy, the black guy who was with us last time. Yes. 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 A nice, decent guy, but he doesn't know anything about the Quran. <laughs> I mean, You're literally, he has absolutely no idea. What the, when I was explaining to him, which is the abrogating and abrogating verses, he didn't know anything about it. He didn't know about Mecca verses and Medina verses. Well, if you don't know these things, you know nothing about the Quran. But he's a nice guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 